Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast, which we're recording straight after a 3-1 come-from-behind win at Wolves that sent us to the top of the table, albeit briefly. I'm Dave Usher, editor at liverpoolway.co.uk, and joining me for this, I've got Ian Brown and Julian Richards. Uh, Jules, we'll start with you then. Uh, game of two halves. Yeah, quite literal game of two halves, the old cliche. Um, in, during the first half, uh, just one of the worst worst lineup choices Klopp could have made and then one of the worst starts. I think you said on the chat, didn't you, like Jota's first touch sort of set the tone for that first half and you thought, oh, <laughs> yeah. hang on. The pass that went trouble. over 50 feet yeah. in the air. <laughs> this might be, yeah, like he punted it, this, is, this might be trouble. And uh, it just didn't get any better. It just there was no, there was no tempo, no rhythm. Um, players like McAllister looked looked exactly like what he'd done, which is like jetted halfway around the world, um, had had to play a game at altitude, and then turned up to play a game early on a Saturday. There's a very strong case that these twelve thirty games shouldn't exist anyway, but there's a really strong case that these games should just be moved to seven forty five on a Saturday night when there's an international break. Yeah. Uh, there's no need to be... Like, it, it's ridiculous. I know it's only like a difference of seven hours, but it makes a difference because it's body clocks more than anything because this is... The 12.30 kickoffs are bad anyway. It like, throws everything out. But to be playing this time after everyone's just come back from the international break, and we've got to do it again in October, the Everton game has been moved to 12.30. I just think it's absolutely criminal. And, what, and for what? Because no, no, no one really likes... No TV audience in the UK really likes it. It's for, it's for the... Um, the the Asian market more than anything else because do you remember when games used to kick off at like we used to have games against Manchester United used to kick off at like 11, 11 I was just gonna say we used to have half eleven didn't we not too well, long ago just terrible business um and I uh, do you know I know we the record last year was bad we won we didn't win any we drew three lost three at twelve thirty but I've always felt like we're not very good at twelve thirty and I always yeah. used you know if we were at if we we're at the game or whatever if it's twelve thirty at home. I always look at me watch and I think, right, it's quarter past one and a half time, so we'll probably get good about quarter to two when everyone's woken up and everyone's a bit better about things. And uh, that's what it seems to be. That's what it seems to be um, today. Like, I, but I think I think Klopp just had the wrong team out. He didn't like McAllister should not have been playing today. Should never have started. That's not hindsight you, either, is it? Because I, no, I it's think not. A lot of people yeah. said he won't play. Yeah. Because I mean, like, the other two didn't play. But McAllister played at altitude. He played ninety minutes, and from what I read about it as well, it was a tough game where like Bolivia just kicked the shit out of Argentina, mm. and McAllister was on the receiving end of a fair bit. They all had to have oxygen like before and during the game as well. It's like, and then you you starting them like in in midfield where you're gonna to have to do a lot of running. I, I, as I said, I don't think it's hindsight. A specialist six. Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to get to. Unless he's going to be the king of Thursday nights, I don't. What like surely this game is when is when you use him. Even if you bring him on for 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 sixty minutes, have him for sixty minutes. It made no sense whatsoever that lineup, and and proven because three changes were made by what the fifty fifth minute, and we were much better in the second half. The tempo was better, the rhythm was better, um, creativity was better. And everyone looked like, you know, first off, they looked like they'd had a full English and a couple of mugs of tea. And then I was going to ask off... about that, by the way, Jules, because somebody mm. told me recently there's a place and there's a town in Argentina where they all speak Welsh. Do you know about that it's... place? Have you heard yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's in Patagonia. Yeah, and I was yeah. assuming that they must have played the home game there and they've got a Toby Carvery branch that they opened <laughs> I mean, that was like a proper Fabinho like, impression really of it in the first half. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. 
It's like, oh no. my god, like we were so easy to play against, weren't we? Like it just reminded me of the game there last year and lots of different games that we had last year. It was really worrying, but yeah. obviously got sluggish, giving the ball away all the time, just getting done with counter attacks, and then people all all point to the defense and go, oh, you know, look how vulnerable we were at the back. I just felt sorry for the defence because the midfield just kept giving the ball away in ridiculous positions and totally needless as well. It's not like they're playing a risky pass and it's almost come off. They were just passing it straight to Wolves players. It was mad. The first half was just completely bonkers. But how, mm. how many times already have we said, if you're going to play this shape where you're inverting, I mean, I want to get onto the shape anyway at some point because I couldn't understand why Joe Gomez is going in centre midfield like he's Trent that's yeah, do it ridiculous. now if you want we'll get to that straight away it made no sense like for, for me from what I could see I was watching it closely and there was times where Joe was going in there and we were going with the back three and then Gomez was in the build and he had no clue what he was doing I'm never going to blame Joe Gomez for not being Trent it'd be ridiculous and then there was other times where he was staying out wide and then Dom was dropping and it almost became like a 4-2-3-1 and I think the idea was they wanted to be fluid. They wanted to keep Wolves guessing. You know, sometimes our fullback's going to invert. Sometimes he's not. We're going to, you know, show you two different shapes. But it just ended up looking like confusion and chaos. The players didn't look like they knew what they were supposed yeah. to be doing. Kept ourselves like, guessing instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And then they mm. changed it at half time, which we'll get to, and kept the same shape. And then suddenly Robbo was unleashed and he was able to get forward. And then look, yeah. he pops up with a goal and... This, there's question marks on this shape for, for loads of different reasons. We said in the um, season preview, didn't we, what happens if Trent's unavailable? Mm. And then we got the answer today. They're just going to do the same thing anyway. Mm. Uh, uh, I don't like the fact that it took until half-time for Klopp to spot that as well. Maka should have been hooked halfway through that first half and the shape changed. Like, Why do we have to wait till half-time to do it? You've got to be a little bit more brave and ruthless, I think, when you're spotting that something's not working. Yeah, because we were running a risk there. Because there was, they had an attack, and McAllister has has gone to try to close the player down, and he's just a fraction late, and he stopped, and he's put his hands up, and he's pulled out, and he missed making contact with the lad by a fraction, and if he'd have touched him there, he'd have been in big trouble. You know, it, it's like it's a second yellow, and he's off. So you can make the case for. He should have been taken off before that. I mean, the yellow card alone is Kill. enough reason to make you think, oh, do we need to get him off? But when you combine that with how he was playing, but I said the same things about Trent at Newcastle, and, you know, Trent turned it round in the second half, played really well. Um, but McAllister just... And he, he may well have been able to do that if he'd been right physically. Well, if he'd been right physically, I don't think he'd have played like that in the first half. I mean, mm. Klopp said afterwards, um, I just watched his press conference there, and he said... Um, when he took him off at half time, he said he was done. Um, he had the yellow card and he was exhausted. He said, I don't even think he was upset at being brought off. I think he was relieved because he was just fucked. He was just That's on clock then, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Because he goes on about that red zone all the time. Yeah, it's not hindsight, is it? You know, this yeah. is this is a surprising that he started. And I think we need to, to go back to the point. This was surely a game for Endo. I don't. I don't yeah. get why. It's mm. concerning that he's not picked. Yeah, him. like well, that's a massive concern because I had a little look at where Japan played. They had a game in Germany which he played all of, and played and then well. They had a game in Holland, and he only played twenty five minutes in Holland in the last right. one. So he's relatively fresh. He's not at the so travel. What on earth is going on there? Yeah, like, it, it's concerning. It it does suggest he's not particularly got it in training yet. He's not up to speed. Um. But, but could they have been worse than McAllister today? 
well, no. <laughs> That's the answer to that. No, we couldn't. And then but... second half, we're playing the four four two, and you've got Saboslai and Curtis Jones as your two. Yeah. So yeah. again, if he, he's not even getting on when you're looking to try and drop in, and you know, almost have two sixes, and he still's not. Didn't even on. come on to see the game out. Gravenberg got on, didn't Bizarre. he? Yeah, I think that was just to give him a taste. But again, you know, it is it is a little bit concerning that he wasn't picked. But it might just take him time to get it because let's not forget when Fabinho came in, it took Fabinho like three months before he started getting like a, a regular start. He he wasn't featuring too much, so you know it's maybe it's just a case of like he's just got to just get like all especially because we we change formations that much and and systems and that so he probably doesn't know if he's coming or going at the moment but he did play well for japan so it's not like he's in bad form but maybe like they just don't think he's ready to come in but that is a concern because this was a game where you needed them really mm. you know McAllister's had to play when there was serious reservations about should he play you know you're leaving out other south american players but McAllister plays and i mean what it comes down to really is diaz and darwin get left out purely because he's like well i've got jota and, and gakpo it's fine i can you know i can afford to leave them out and, and bring them on if necessary so it's it's just he had he had faith in the other players who play in those positions whereas McAllister, it's like nah, yeah we need you to play well why do you need them to play because you're not, you haven't got the faith in, in putting Endo in. So, yeah, it, that's got to be like a little bit of a red flag. But, I mean, I'm not making any any judgments on him. It, it's going to take him a little while to get up to speed. And then we'll see how he does. We'll revisit He'll it. He'll definitely play Thursday line. night, right? He'll yeah, but play. does that... It, that's not really reassuring to me. Again, that's like, well, we've got to play him in that. We're just going to rotate the squad and that's a game for him to play. But And he's not going to be playing with... The first team, well, I hope he's not anyway. You know, I hope we make plenty of changes. So how much is he going to get up to speed when he's playing with, like, you know, a few of the young lads and, and other fringe players and that? So I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of a, a concern. But, um, yeah, that first half was just... Klopp actually said... He, he started off his press conference and he said, a few times I thought... WTF? I'm like, yeah, you're fucking not the only one. <laughs> it was just, it was hard to believe some of the things that we were doing, just like the passes that were just going astray, and mostly the midfield. I thought that was the the biggest problem in in that first half was just giving it away in midfield. Um, Curtis wasn't giving it away; he was just invisible. Barely saw him in the first half. Sabozlai was just, you know, he was he was giving it away. He was doing some good things as well, but sloppy. McAllister again, really sloppy, and it was just putting us under pressure because they were just hitting us on the break and and getting it out to Neto on the left. He had Gomez on toast a few times, didn't he? It was it was painful to watch. I felt sorry for Gomez, um, like you said before. It was all coming from midfield. Like it was too easy for them to just switch to play. He had no help, because... did he? Yeah, the problem you've got is when you're doing that box midfield, if you're not careful with the ball and they win it back. And he had Matip next just... to him, Brownie. Mm. Yeah, he was poor, Joel. <laughs> he was awful he? He was in the poor. first half. Joel, yeah. though, second half was really good. Know, so, yeah. it, it, yeah. you know, this is coming back to the hot take from me, which I was going on about like loads in the in the group chat. It was the shape. Mm. The shape yeah. absolutely killed us first half. The moment we dropped another player into midfield and we were able to have two in the build, Wolves then suddenly were chasing shadows. We were able to get out. And you a could back see four. the confidence. Yeah, and you could see the confidence levels, though, in us go up through the roof. And we all know that with football's a confidence game, your energy levels are linked into your confidence and you get your confidence from having the ball. 
Everton from having possession, and it all just like snowballed in the second half. And then you got your what? wide high fullbacks as well, which is how we always used to play. Yeah. You know, it's Gomez, not Trent, but they were both really high up the pitch in the second half and wide. And as you yeah. say, it's shape. The, the the shape was totally different. But I agree with you, Brownie, on shape. I also think like that it was legs as well. You know, the, it took some of them 45 minutes to just, you know, blow off the cobwebs and get warmed up and that. But, so um, boss lay was terrible in the first half. Yeah, I would. I, I think. I think I likened to every. It's like a golfer taking the wrong club out the bag every time. Wherever pass he was playing, it was too short, too long, too slow, mm. too fast. He just. But second half he was excellent. But that first half again, you talk about acclimatizing to the game. Uh, he was definitely one. Do you know yeah. what I like him deeper? You know, there's been a couple of times where he's dropped in deep, wasn't the one with the, I bet the you red do. card, the Bournemouth one. <laughs> <laughs> You dirty bollocks. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> Jesus, Jules. You're a disgrace. Deeper, Dominic. Deeper. Deeper. <laughs> I like it when he goes closer to our goal. <laughs> That's how I'll put it. Spin that one, you cunt. Um, no, I, I, I quite like him when he when he drops in there. Like Was it against Bournemouth when Macca got sent off and he had to uh, drop in? Everything you say, I'm just... <laughs> you can't get it out your head, I can know. you? Even oh when you're saying God. something that's got like no kinds of like euphemism to Picking it at all, I'm still just... as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've knocked Dave right off his stride. Yeah, yeah. you have. Yeah. Where's Chris when we need him? <laughs> Fuck it up. Uh, so I will go back to the team selection because you said right at the start, Jules, about the team. Were you just yeah. referring to McAllister, or did you have any other issues well, with the team? Some of it is hindsight. Because Nunez looked absolutely fine when he came on, and he was racing around the place and was causing the threat. So I'm not quite sure why he he didn't he wasn't given the nod. Um, was that a to carry on? Because I, I'm I'm speechless here. I'm like, is he actually calling for Darwin to be starting games? What's going on? I always believe in riding the hot hand, <laughs> much like Brownie and Don. And uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if he was like, uh, you know, they they brought him off as a precaution or whatever, and he's travelled back, and I thought, oh, okay, fair enough. But I mean, Gakpo did score, but he he was so lost in that first half, he didn't know whether he was playing up front. There was a rare bit of good analysis from Jermaine Genus about what, what Gakpo was or was not doing that he was, you know, he, and that's someone a more better focal point would have been better. And you just think Wolves were even when we were playing bad, there was still space to be running into and to be getting in behind them. We just weren't doing anything close to that and Gakpo wasn't helping because he was just coming too too short all the time I almost said coming too deep then but I let it go I managed to pivot managed to pivot at the last minute um, and Diaz again also looked really lively when he came on but so I, 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 it would have been high, it's hindsight though I, I was happy with Jota and Gakpo starting on the basis that Nunez had been taken off as a precaution and that Diaz has also had a lot of travel but in hindsight I think you probably should have started with those, um, just for a bit of higher energy because they brought more energy. Now maybe so, yeah, that's why I they, don't. they were brought on late. No, that's I, fine. Yeah, I, have... I, I think even with hindsight, I think it, we we played that right because yeah. you, you've got the option of bringing them on. And no, that's you fair. Know, I, and I want to. I think like <laughs> that's it's a really big thing for us this season. And I said this uh, when I was on with Paul and Jill. Um, it was on with Paul and Chris the other night. And I said about like how important the the bench is going to be now for this season, and we've seen that again today. I mean, it's like the Newcastle game; it's the substitutions that won us the game, and today it's the substitutions 
just having like the the, the the capability to bring on players who can make a big difference to you. Like, you know, Harvey's come on today, he's, he he won't get given the goal, but you know, it's his shot that's caused the goal. Darwin's like made a contribution when he's come on. And I do think like that it's such a, a it's gonna be a massive thing for us. I mean we made the changes early today. That's not always gonna be the case, but we made one at half time, two more like less than why, ten minutes why did later. Why do that? Like seven minutes into the second half. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think half-time? maybe it's because if you're making too many changes at once, it's like it, it wolves can adapt to that. Whereas if you stagger it a little bit, they'll make mm. a change to adjust for Diaz, and then it's like, oh shit, now they're doing this, you know, so quickly. And yeah. they did react to it. You know, he, he ended up making like uh, he brought on on um, Doherty, didn't he? Because like. Robbo was just causing murder down that side. I wondered so, if Klopper wanted to have a little look at how the new shape worked. And possibly. That, that just confirmed that I yeah, def- we've got superior. I definitely think it was a tactical the one, though, wasn't it? It was definitely just to see. It wasn't. Uh, he also doesn't. He also likes to do them in these blocks, doesn't he? Hmm. So to bring three on at once, he's gonna. I think he just likes to how he does how he does the substitutions. He likes these sort of these blocks. But I did sort of think that. Oh, sorry, I was just watching it. <laughs> I got distracted by West Ham just having a chance. Um, I do sort of think that it was tactical to see A, how the team reacted to the first change, B, how Wolves reacted to that change, and then C, to throw a bit more into the mix when Wolves are trying to adjust to the first change to then throw them off their game. And I think that probably worked because Wolves yeah. didn't... Although, I, you know, they, I think they also were the masters of their own downfall there because they, they had all those chances in the first half. They should have been at least 2-0 up in the first half and they absolutely... Um, bollocks us and then in the second half they seem to just go very tip like these teams often do right how often do you see it in the premier league it always a lower mm. a lower ranked team now whether they don't think they've got the legs for it or something i don't know but a lower ranked team will play a higher ranked team will give them a good chase and we've seen it loads of times against us and then in the second half they sort of just sort of tiptoe away and go no we'll we'll, we'll strike your hand have what we hold it doesn't work it never works it doesn't mm. work in the nfl that stupid bend don't break off uh, defense and it doesn't work yeah. It doesn't work in football either. If you, you know, you've got to get really lucky to put everyone behind the ball to play it like that and not concede a goal and not concede. You're going to concede ground. You're going to concede possession, but you're almost certainly going to concede goals and chances. And they all do it. It's madness. They wanted I, I to play know. on the counter attack, didn't they? And and the way yeah. we we played in the second half, with the the changes that we made. We pretty much just nullified any counter attack yeah. and threat that they had. We pushed right up, didn't we? There was a bit in the second half where like Kwanzaa was in the final third. Like the mm. there was there was obviously I think Matip because he can't run was was back, but like we pushed right up to the point that Kwanzaa was 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 joining the midfield in the attack. So yeah. they, they couldn't they get were out. pinned back. No, they couldn't. No, yeah, they we just had right control. Mm. That was what mm. that extra player dropping in did. It just gave us total control, and then we could do what we wanted. I want to talk about that Quanser actually. It's the yeah. first time I've properly watched him That's play. That's what I was going to get to next. Excellent. Thought he was really, really good. He was better than Joel. Which, when you think about it, you think the experience one's going to be talking to the young lad and bring him along. If anything, it was the other way around. Thought he was really, really good. Calm in possession. He was strong. He won his duels. He, he played safe every now and again, which you'd expect a young lad coming into the team. You know, in, in the future, you might see him bring a couple of those balls down, you know, and then try and try and play. But he was knocking them out of play a little bit. But now, really liked what I saw. And that, that interesting thought, because I know we, we moaned, didn't we, recently about if he's going to be like your fourth choice or he's going to be a real option we, that we should have went in the transfer market. But um, I want to see more of him to see, because it could be that... Um, he's the perfect option to have as you like, you know, low down your list. Well, 
I think that's that was the plan because we didn't. It's not like we went in and tried to buy loads of defenders and missed out. You know, they wanted the lad from Chelsea, but he was the only one we were even really strongly linked with at all. So they must have a lot of faith in him, or whatever budget we had was just allocated in other areas. And it's like, well, we'll deal with the centre back like next summer or whatever. But I, I just think like for him coming in today into that first half, which was a complete shit show. And he was possibly the only player in the in the whole team in the first half. I thought I thought Robert was okay as well, but um, yeah. yeah, he's probably the only one who actually you look and think he's done absolutely nothing wrong there. I think he'd everything he had to do. I think he just done it. He done it the right thing. He just done it well. Really impressive considering is it's it's his first start and he's coming to a team that's playing like that and is under the cosh. I mean the chances that Wolves were getting, none of them were a result of anything that he was doing. You know, no. there's the one that was the, the ball dropped over his head and, and the lads totally balls up the head there, but I don't think he was in a bad position or anything. It was just a good ball that's just dropped over his head. So other than that, I can't really think of anything where chances came in his part of the field it was it was all down like the other side of the pitch really now, it was like even it was Wolves, Joel and, uh, and Gomez even the Wolves goal was more I think Robbo like not 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 yeah, sort that, of being alert to the ball got where the man yeah. was behind him then because <clears> it, it went right across goal but you know I think that was Robbo that was do you think Alisson could have done better on that I only because loving? he got he, he did he did save it effectively but it sort of got he sort of fell behind the line and so it went behind the line um I don't think he could have done anything when he was travelling across the area. I, I think that's that would have been unrealistic. To no, think he couldn't deal with the cross. I'm, I'm talking about but, like but I, no, I do think he could have done a little bit better mm. because he got so much behind it and then he sort of skidded behind the line and it went with him. So, yeah, I'm do. I, yeah, I'm not knocking Alisson at all. I think it's, you know, I wouldn't be... Well, maybe if we'd lost, I might have been throwing a bit more <laughs> blame yeah. around. I'm, I'm but, not saying it's a mistake by Alisson as such, but... Just a little... No, it just could have done better. didn't look like, right, did yeah. it? You just you you went through Robbo's mm. legs, though, didn't how's, it? How's it, that gone in? They're awkward, them ones, where, you know, you're not sure whether the defender's going to block it. Cause Robbo Robbo's turned his back on it, it as well, which then wasn't goes, great. goes through, so it just knocks your reaction time down a little bit, mm. doesn't it? I think he maybe reacted slightly slow, but I wouldn't blame him. I mean, Joel was shocking on it. Like, yeah, it's just <laughs> schoolboy defending. He got himself square against Neto, who we know is good and nippy and can get away from you. And he just squares himself up, lets him walk past him. That was pathetic. And I think Joel messed up in the build-up, didn't he, as well? Higher up the pitch. So if you watch it back, the reason that they get the counter is Joel did something there as well. And you could see Klopp was fuming with him. He was screaming his name, like, yeah. um, on the replay. Yeah, not good. Yeah, he gave the ball away a few times in the first half where like he's come forward. I always love seeing him doing that because usually he makes things happen and it's just sort of ended up just going into no man's land and losing the ball. But then sometimes you think, well, is that because the movement ahead of him is not there and you know he's he's just closed himself off because the pass isn't on or is that just on him? And I think it, it was everything today. I just think in that first half, there was like nothing was really working. But I tell you what was pissing me off. There was probably three or four times where someone made a really good run and they were in behind and we just did not play the pass. Like there's a couple of times Jota had gone. There was Robbo as well. I think it might have been um Sabozlai made a run as well. But there was runners going in behind when we had the ball under no pressure. And you're just looking for someone to just get the head up and just play pass through. The only time I can remember it happening was McAllister played one through for Jota. I'm like, that pass is on all the time and we're just not taking it. You know, we're just going backwards or losing it. So, like, 
in the first half, I'm looking at that and thinking, these are things that like the analysts will probably be showing them and saying, look, that was on there, that pass was on, and he's clean through on goal if you just play that simple pass. So it's not like we didn't have solutions to what Wolves were doing and it was like, how are we going to break these down? It was like, well, break them down by not being shit. That's basically it. Like, if you just stop being shit, you'll be all right. Because the opportunities are there. It's not like Wolves are watertight and they're not giving us anything, you know. And I think Wolves did all right, don't get me wrong. I don't think they're, they're that bad a team. I think they'll stay up. I don't. I think they've got more than enough You're hoping to they're, stay that, up. they're not that bad a team, because otherwise... I'm hoping all those doesn't... teams at the bottom stay yeah. up, just, you know, for, for the obvious reason. But I do think that Wolves will be okay, because I think they have got some good players, and I think Gary O'Neill knows what he's doing. Um, so they played well in the first half, but most of it was because of we let them because we were so bad. Um, but ultimately, it's like it's another comeback win. Um, solve the problems that we created for ourselves. These are things that did not happen last season, so mm. it's all positive. Because I don't even mind that we were dog shit in the first half because it's like okay, well we found the answers to that and we fixed it last season. We'd play like that in the first half. We'd be one nil down, absolute shit, and then we'd come out in the second half and concede another two, and we'd go home with like a three nil defeat. So it's it's big steps in the right direction that we're able to do that now. I think that's like. And the real positive thing, and I suppose we're going to have to talk about where that can possibly lead us to. You know, do, do we change our expectations of of where we might end up, or you know, I think we should have probably got everybody's predictions after the transfer window. You know, redone the predictions because when we done them, there was a, there was a lot going on with like not just with us signing players, but other teams as well. So you couldn't really get like a proper judgment on where everybody was and how we think they're going to do so maybe it'll be worth getting everyone to do predictions again but uh, has anything like that you've seen changed your mind not for me i mean i i went for us to finish third and possibly second which i think was actually quite optimistic when you look at most of the um predictions so i i actually felt we'd do all right doesn't look optimistic um, now though does it no no it's, yeah, it's it looks pretty much going yeah. as i expected I, th- I think the progress is a little bit quicker and we look a bit more fluent than i expected a bit earlier um but i always thought that kind of players that we've got will get onto a run and we'll end up looking miles better than last year and a lot of that's down to the, the kind of rivals as well though and what they've done i don't think there's there's a lot to be too frightened of there. I still think Arsenal will drop off a little bit. Um, so now I'm 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 staying with mine. What about you, Dave? What we what was your original one? I said on, on um, I said third, possibly fourth, but depending on Arsenal, you couldn't totally rule out second. Uh, fourth is not an option now. We we you'll finish no lower than third. As for like whether we can finish above Arsenal, don't know. Um, I think the positive thing from our point of view is that we said, like, you know, it's going to take a while for everything to, to, to gel and that. So if that's the case, you know, if, it's, if it takes us, like, three months until things, like, bed in properly and we're still getting these results in the meantime, then, you know, who knows how high we could finish. But I do think, like, that we're ahead of schedule. I wasn't expecting us to be on as many points yeah. as we're on after five games. Um we're gonna need a drop off from Man City if we if we start thinking about anything like higher than that. You know, if we if we got the same kinds of aims that we had when we were really good, Man City's gonna to need to drop off because we're not getting like ninety odd points. I don't think 
we might not need 90 odd points depending on City but I, I'm, I'm just looking at Arsenal now and I'm thinking okay can we get above Arsenal and then if if we get above Arsenal in a couple of months time if we're like clear of Arsenal and we're looking at City then you look at City but as of now I don't think we'll finish any any lower than third and Arsenal's the one that we've got a target I think for now Jules where, where are you at with this yeah what, what did you say too. I, I think I said third or fourth I, 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 because I thought that we would overhaul and the uh, United, uh, Manchester United and Newcastle, and I thought they would drop off as well. United so have just improved. gone three 0 down at home. Fucking hell! You'll love to see it. The second Brighton goal was excellent as well. Really good goal. Um, so I, I would, um, I would have expected drop off from those two, which is looks like it's happened. I would expect improvement from us. Which the only thing I think I was. It looks like I was quite wrong about them. Probably a few of us were just how bad Chelsea still look. Um, they don't look cohesive. They don't look like they're gonna. They might. Pochettino might get it going, but it, by the time he gets it going, they might be too far off the pace to affect where we will yeah. be. So they'll, I think, they'll get I think better, it, but as you say, yeah, it might take them. They might be too far off. Yeah. So I, uh, should we be worried screaming. about Brighton? Maybe I'm, they I'm haven't more started... worried about Brighton than, than I am with the likes of United and Chelsea. Well, their third goal is excellent as well. <laughs> um, they um, Brighton have got the European game starting, so let's see how Brighton do when they have to contend mm. with with European games because they're not used to that. Their squad's not that big. Let's see how that goes. I hope you know what I don't actually bear Brighton any ill will. Like best of luck to them. They're uh... um... <laughs> no, I know. No, I know I, I, I'm, I'm not. I've let that go. Did I've you start slurping Brighton a little bit there, Dave? What's going on? No, no, that's you slurping Deserbi all the time. It's like he's it's, good, it's though, embarrassing isn't he? the way you carry no, on with on, him. He is good. He knows what Brownie's got a thing for fellas with Z's in their name. <laughs> <laughs> um. So no, I don't. I so I I think we're I think we're about we're a little bit ahead, I'm with Brownie. We're a little bit ahead of where where I thought we'd be. Uh, Brownie's wanting Deserbi to go deep in the Europa League. What <laughs> <laughs> are they in the conference? What are they in? No, they're in the Europa League. Okay, who's in the conference? They're the second favourites to win it behind us, you know. Who's the who got so who was the, the in the conference? West Ham is he? West Ham. Where, oh no, West Ham are in Europe. Oh yeah, because yeah, they, they won. So it. who's who took the? Was it Villa? Yeah, it is Villa. Yes, yeah. Villa That's yeah. why we yeah. played them on the Sunday, isn't it? Because they That's had right, this yeah. game against They're this. streaming out of Old Trafford right now. <laughs> so so I think second and now. third are eminently doable. It doesn't look... It depends what Arsenal... Arsenal have look, haven't looked like that great so far this season, but they are still... You know, They haven't, they haven't dropped many points. They, they're still winning the game. So um, The game in two weeks' time away at Spurs will be interesting to, as a benchmark of where, where the team is, I think. Also where because Spurs they, are? Yeah, well, there's a lot of positivity around Spurs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Postacoglu and all that jazz. So They've just gone one 0 down at home to Sheffield United. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> so let's just redo this bit then. <laughs> <laughs> the perils of recording at, at, at doing the games. <laughs> Fuck, fuck's sake, Brownie. Um, <laughs> That's great. Off the blades. Um, <laughs> all the teams down the all bottom, together. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Arsenal have got Everton tomorrow, and they haven't won at Goodson, but I'd assume they'd win at Goodson tomorrow. Arsenal's they usually go there. Everton tomorrow. I can yeah, feel they it. usually go when the pressure's on Everton, and there's you know at the moment it's still early in the season, so I'd assume that's going to be a three nil three nil win. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it depends on what Arsenal do, but I would say we're on track for third. 
possibly second. And I can't tell you what Manchester City are going to do. There's been a goal at West Ham, so we're about to find out what's happened there. I don't know who scored. Yeah, it's, it's like being ahead. on soccer Saturday. But City have had 27 shots on goal, so <laughs> attempts. So it would be it would be astonishing if they were if West Ham were to hold out. Yeah, I think just going back to what I said about City, it's like let's forget about them for now and just enjoy it. Just just keep winning, see where it takes us. And if we get to Christmas and we're still neck and neck with City, then it's like okay, maybe now we have to start like thinking this could happen. But I, I just well, don't want to said for momentum though, winter. I mean, you look at Arsenal; they didn't go into last season expecting that to be able to challenge. But you no, get that momentum true. built up, don't that's you? A, and then it just it just builds and it builds. City to um, score there. West Ham will be disappointed with that. I feel yeah. like I'm on soccer Saturday. Tell you what, Jeff. Yeah, he's gone over his head there. And what's <laughs> happened is he's gone to where the ball. He's not jumped high enough. And Bernardo Silva of all people's got in there. <laughs> ah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be disappointed with that when he looks back. <laughs> and the problem, City. They, 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 they're gonna like they're gonna be five from five. That's that's already a concern that they, you know, season started and they're five they from five without really trying well. that hard. Mm. That's, that's hey? the worry. They yeah. normally yeah, start yeah. slowly. So they usually throw in a mad one, don't they? Where like they, they lose to someone's shit, and you're like, oh fucking hell. But but I agree with Dave though that you know if you accept that that's not going to be a title challenge, then just enjoy the team being different and playing better football and actually looking like competent again. I think after last season, we'd all take that, wouldn't we? Yeah. And the goals today were good. Like the you know the the Robo goal was great. That was like um, that was like someone playing. I think it's at five aside or like you know lunchtime footy when you just like you dictate it, you're calling your shot before it's happened and all that kind of stuff. That was a great goal. Gak post finish was good. Mo's got two assists. So we're spreading the goals around. We're look we're looking a bit more lively um, going forward than the sort of stayed off uh, offense me attack from last season. Um, lots to be positive about. Yeah, Gakpo loves that little back post tap in, doesn't he? From the the left hand side, I think yeah. that's three of them he's got now. He's turning into a bit of a Raheem Sterling, where his goals are all like from a yard out. Um, but it's funny because like he subbed straight away, and so was Jota because Jota's part in that goal was a thing of beauty. Just the, the little <laughs> touch and a nutmeg to put Mo in, it was yeah. fucking superb. Right, it was the right thing for them to go off. It was, it, right? it was absolutely, change, it was the right thing. I was calling for it like long before that, but it's just ironic that like you know Jota just produces that like lovely little moment. Gakpo yeah. scores and then Klopp's like, yeah, you're still coming off, boys, come on. But uh, yeah, they'll feel a lot better about getting subbed, knowing that they've at least made that contribution like uh, before they've come off. But yeah, the, it was. Um, the the first goal, as I say, that was quality from Jota, but I love that Robbo goal. I just think, you know, Robbo the other night, he did something similar, didn't he? When Maguire scored the own goal, Robbo just popped up on the right wing. And it's like, it, it's not having Trent there. <laughs> That's like, Robbo's able to enjoy himself now. He's like, okay, I'm not having to just sit in next to Virgil for the whole game. I can actually just go and, and like, you know, do my own thing. Um and I like the look of that today. I like the second half where the full backs were just high and wide. The shape looked really good. And I've said before, I don't really see any reason why we can't do that from time to time with, with Trent in the team. But yeah. whether we will or not remains to be seen. But like that looked good today. I like the the shape. The, the opposition has to be taken into account. You can't play like that against everybody. But it was perfect for what we needed to do in that second half. And you know, then the second goal basically 
I think as soon as we got that, I didn't think there was any way we were not winning it. Thought it was more likely that we'd get the third than than like Wolves. I think Wolves had, had ran their race by that point. They didn't really have anything left. We get to especially two, with all the added on time. I thought I thought the same. I thought that the yeah. odds are the third will come because of the. Added I just thought on it'd time. be Darwin. I just thought we'd, we'd get a breakaway. And he Darwin had that chance, didn't he? And it was sort of like it, it opened up for him, and then he took a little touch and just couldn't lift it up over the goalkeeper. Yeah, he's still not. And I just he tried to take the touch. He couldn't, he couldn't have gone first yeah. time, and then it just closed. No, up I'm not. I'm not. I'm not criticising him. Because that was a re- that was a really good chance. That mm. Gravenberg had that chance as well, right at the end, where he could have he, he had to steady himself. And again, if he'd just take, if he maybe if he'd hit it first time. Um, we, we turned we it to Wenger's Arsenal there, didn't we? Everyone was just yeah. trying to walk it in. <laughs> We're walking in. <laughs> yeah. But no. But what did, what, did, did we get enough of a feel from Gravenberg in in that four or five minutes he was on? Did you get to see anything? Not really. He was, was playing right wing yeah. as well, wasn't he? So, yeah, it was just a little cameo. Yeah, there wasn't much. A... He, had that, he had that chance, didn't he, in the box where it's yeah. you know, nice little Does he start Thursday that, night? Oh, he should start Thursday night, yeah. Mm. Yeah. We'll get on to that in a minute because yeah. I, I don't think we'll do too much of an in-depth preview because I don't even know who we're playing, to be honest. <laughs> I know we're playing on Thursday night, but that's the extent. Of, I don't even know if we're at home or away. I've Let not it never be that, said that we part. don't do our research. I know. Um, we're playing um, Lask. Lask. Away, isn't it? Uh, away, yeah. It's 5.45 kickoff as well, Dave, just FYI, because oh, okay. you, you, you need to keep track of these things. Yeah. Not used yeah. to it, are we? See, that's the problem. I don't mind the five forty-five kickoff on a Thursday, to be honest. Unless I'm having to go to the game, then I do mind it. Actually, no, I probably don't mind. I probably dodge most of rush hour traffic. Yeah. No, I'm 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 fine with the five forty-five kickoffs, and I'm on earlier. <laughs> yes, yes to the five forty-five kickoffs. <laughs> I'm totally on board with them. Leave uh, the rest of the evening free if you're at home, and if you go, you're home, I'm home earlier. So let's talk about the third goal uh, specifically. Darwin's role in it. No, specifically, <laughs> the, the, the point I want to make is Harvey's celebration, but we may as well talk about Darwin's role in it because it was quality. And yeah. that Dawson's a shit house. The amount of time he, he needs stayed to accept down, his ears going as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was a really poor form. He's barely touched. He's gone down wanting a free kick and then he stayed down for about five minutes. I'm like, this is your tough, rugged centre half, and, and that's what he's doing. Pathetic. They were at second half, a few of them, no, that Wang as well. They kept going like, down on the face, face, didn't they? Like, yeah. yeah. But they were doing it like to stop us countering them as well. Yeah. Like it was really sneaky shit what we were doing, and it ends up being what twelve minutes at a time. Don't get me wrong, half of that was because Harvey was having a pint in the of crowd, crowd yeah. on it. <laughs> Mad that. What was he doing? I know. Uh, uh, he was like, he was doing the fucking 110 metre hurdles. He just had to, <laughs> had to jump over about three lots of advertisement boards until he got to the fans, didn't he? And then Do you reckon him, he uh, didn't realise it was that far? I, but then, once you've committed to it, you, you, oh, you, you got to go, you got to do it. Yeah. you got to see it through yeah. then. Once you've gone over that first board, you're like, oh shit, I've got to keep going now. And then and Curtis then after goes that, after him. It was an own goal anyway. <laughs> And the, the two of them end up booked, and every, all the other lads are just like stood, just probably looking at them, just shaking their heads, going, "What are you fucking doing?" Yeah. <laughs> Even Robbo didn't do that when he scored; he still stayed this side of the boards. Great old school celebration from Robbo, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. But uh, no yeah. prancing, just just arms out, giving it the beans, screaming, "Fucking come yeah. on!" Yeah, <laughs> class. But. Uh, I mean, it's funny because Harvey must have known that that's not his goal because <laughs> it's gone in off the post and it was deflected towards the goal. So he knows his shot was going wide, but he's like, I'm, you don't get this many, you know, these many moments. So he just made the most of it. Loved that. thought it was great. Um, he did all right when he came on again. He's, he, he seems to be 
Klopp seems to want him on the pitch. He looks to be like one of those where you know we get to an hour and then we make those impact changes, and he seems to be one of them at the moment. But I feel like he's going to be vying with Gravenberch for that. You know, with mm. it looks like they're going to be going for like that same role because I don't think they're going to be starting too many games. And when you're looking to change it, you're going to be looking and going, well, which one of them am I putting on? But Harvey started the season well, so at the moment it's it's going to be him. Yeah, I thought he did really well. He was um, he was knitting everything together, wasn't he? His touch mm-hmm. was really good. Um, he could have scored again. Yeah, really good, really good cameo. Definitely better than the last game was at Villa, and he came on and he was just giving the ball away constantly. Yeah, this is more like what you want to see from him. I think he was he was all right against Villa, wasn't it? Bournemouth when he came on and he was terrible. It was Bournemouth. Yeah. It was Bournemouth. yeah, there was a game where he came on and yeah. he was just giving the ball away constantly. <laughs> he's been good in in all the other games he's come on. To be fair, he's he's looking sharp at the moment. Um, anything else we need to talk about from the game? Um, Mo for me, like no. how unselfish he was. I mean, yeah. he's obviously he's yeah. come away. Does he get an assist for that third one? No, he doesn't. Elliot no. gets the assist. Shit, Maybe he gets the Aquilani Memorial assist. Yeah. He get a real assist. <laughs> There was there was other ones though as well where he he nearly set up Diaz for the couple didn't he? Yeah. He, he was just playing with his head up more than I've I've seen. Like I know second half he played. He basically played up front, didn't he, second half? In, in the two, he wasn't playing necessarily out wide. So whether that's got anything to do with it, I don't know. He's got the like most assists in the league uh, in this calendar year. Yeah, just two ahead of Trent now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, I thought he, yeah. I thought he was boss second half. Mm. Really, really good. Uh, and the pass for Robbo's goal is just... Uh, it's just exquisite. So mm. good. Um, yeah, but no, I agree with that, Brownie. There's a few times when I was just expecting him to do that, like cut in and hit the little floaty shot straight at the keeper. And it wasn't even in his head to do it. It, it was just always as soon as he got the ball, he was thinking, right, who can I square it to? And he's yeah. looking across the box. He just slightly underhit that one for Diaz, you know, yeah. but, but it, the intent was there. Um, and there was another one as well, uh, which he just missed. And then on, on Harvey's goal, what happened with Darwin played him in and what did he do initially? Did he just defender held him up, was it? And then he, he Yeah, he it held back him or... up, but he, yeah. you could tell as when you watch it back, he's waiting. He's waiting for Harvey to like kind of make that angle so yeah. he can just set him. And then he, it's a simple little pass in it, but again, it's just to roll him in. Just really good. He doesn't always do that, like as you say, he often cuts inside and looks for that that one that we've seen a million times where yeah. he just curls it into the goalie's arms. So maybe someone's had a word with him about it. Well, how many years has he been doing it and they've had a word with him now? <laughs> yeah. But no, he, he's, yeah, second half, he was really good. Um, and yeah, the pass for Robbo's goal, it's like, it's so good. Who's the man of the match? Robbo. Mm, I think I'm the same, Brownie. I was thinking Mo, to be honest, just because of the impact that he had in the second half, because... When you were talking about it on the telly, I thought you were going to give it to Mo because he was talking about him, wasn't he? And then yeah. he suddenly went to Robbo. Can't argue with Robbo. Uh, he, he did really well. I, ju- I think uh, I think Robbo, though, even though he was, like, we said he's like, a little bit culpable in the first goal, I still think if you were ranking the players in the first half, he was one of the only ones that came out with any credit. Yeah. And then the second half, he was excellent. So I think Mo, I, Mo wasn't great in that first half. So on the balance of of the overall ninety in the second half, maybe it's more even. If you just if you just grading on the second half, then it is it is more it is tighter between him and, and Mo. But I just think on the balance of the ninety, which is I suppose what you meant to to, to yeah. judge it on. I think I think Robbo just shaded it. 
Mo was getting money. no ball though, was he? Like first half, like we just because we kept losing the ball in midfield. I can't even. But remember he, too many there were a couple of times. There were a couple of times when he was trying to take on a defender and he was just losing it straight away as well. So yeah, yes, he was. wasn't getting the ball as much, but he was also he was losing it as well. I just may, maybe it was more he was more the um, he was more the uh, end product rather than the symptom. But I, I still I still think Robbo would have been the best bet just for overall of the ninety. I think. And he scored. I'd say Quanta was in the frame as well. He's definitely. in the conversation at least. Because of context mm. as well. His first yeah. game, he's definitely in the conversation. I think yeah, they're, they're your top three, right? Yeah. This is where you want to, how you want to put them. And Darwin. I mean, I might, I mean, I might, <laughs> Darwin just for getting on and running in a straight line. Man of the match. Now, come on. He had that shot. He came on, he had that shot from the edge of the area. Even before he yeah, took yeah, it, the, the angle was right. straight in with the CSA shouts. Yeah, no. Well, it was pure CC. <laughs> oh, I, am I wrong? What lies am I telling there? Am well, I wrong? He had a shot from outside the box. Well, what do you want him to do? But, but shoot, wasn't it CC? Oh, I'm just. Hey, I've praised him, but was that not CC esque? Yeah. Was that not like part of of Jibs's big uh, of uh, his Arsenal having having a deep yeah. outside the area from an angle that you could just see like don't shoot from there. No, I, I'll go out. I, I wasn't saying don't shoot from there. I think it was worth having a shot from there. But yeah, no, I, the body, the body shape, and the angle, everything was wrong. It was again really a powerful I, shot though. Was he just it? didn't it get the like bends on it. Floaty thing. Like. But because the bo- the body shape was wrong, the angle was wrong. You just know, yeah. you know, like you know when you, you you're hitting the ball whether you're like I should hit this or not. Um, and again, having said all that, you know, I wouldn't be starting him on Thursday night. I think that's pointless, but I'd be starting him at home to West Ham next week. Yeah, he needs to be in the main starting league team now, Darwin. So, like, I mean, the threat of him compared to Gakpo is massive. Like, Gakpo's neat and tidy and everything, isn't he? But all oh, it's just dropping into midfield, getting in people's way, and, you know, he just doesn't do enough for me. I don't know what you think I sense about there's, him. Uh, no, I agree, yeah. sure. I think, like, really I sense there's sure. more focus from Nunez this season as well. A little bit more focus in how he plays. Yeah, he's wanting to prove all the chippy knobheads wrong. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but on Gakpo Brownie, I, I've been thinking this for a couple of weeks. I think I like him. I think he's a good player and there's, there's definitely potential there for him to be like really good if he if he goes up a level. I just think that maybe some of our fans have crowned him a little bit early. Yeah. Like judging him on like the, the, the really good games he's had and he has had some games where you've looked and thought, yeah, fucking early he'll do for me. But he's not done that like consistently. And I know there'll be people saying, hang on a minute, you know, look at you with Nunez and he's not done it consistently. And I get that. But it, it is, it's an apples and oranges comparison in terms of styles of play. I just want to see more from Gakpo. It's like you can see like he's got all like the, the raw tools. And he's obviously a really intelligent player as well. You can see that. But I just want to see more from him. And yeah. I do think he's there's more to come, but like at the moment, I, I wanna I wanna ask us who your your front three is like your, your first choice front three. If like um, playing a league game next week, everyone's rested, everyone's fit. Who's your three? And Diaz, Nunes, Salah, easy. Yeah, Jules. Uh, I just I just want to say I'm, I I agree agree with Brownie. It's it from for my money now it's Diaz, Salah, Nunez because Salah and Nunez do have quite a good understanding. The Gakpo lacks that little bit of aggression, maybe. Mm. Like doesn't doesn't he hasn't got well, that yeah, like you, ability you can cover to just a pace run in if you're behind them really hurt you know has he he hasn't you, got you can that cover that up I think if you've got that little bit of grit and steel and he, you know I'm not saying he's a lightweight or anything but I just think he lacks that new um Diaz has that aggression in how he plays um 
I think he's just Nunez lacking that, that wee bit of South Americanness, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a bit he's sometimes a bit passive, right? Or he comes across yeah. like he's a bit passive in games, nice. right? So, um, and I would I would categorize that as just like not that aggressive. Sometimes needs to be a bit more aggressive. But no, I I I think Nunez should be playing starting. I mean, through the middle right now again, ride the hot hand. Jota, I, I'm never comfortable with Jota starting. <laughs> So. I always see Jota start and, and I think yeah yeah that looks alright and then he plays the first five minutes and I think no that was a mistake should have left him on the bench and, like, after yeah. seeing his uh, cameo in the last game he came off the bench though <laughs> Get out. Yeah. I think I'd rather yeah. start that's what he's going to be doing when he comes off but now he should be in an ideal world he should be an impact player shouldn't he Jota mm. so yeah, yeah I think I think like I, I agree and with what's that, your but, three days but today <laughs> Darwin plus two. Now, um, <laughs> I think like today, that's a game where you've got to start. Jota, going back to what we were saying earlier, I mean, you know, every week I'm always saying Darwin should start, Darwin should start. I was not wanting Darwin to start today. I didn't think for a second he would. And it comes I, down to... I don't to, like former players playing against their former teams. Or yeah, that's... Home. I always think it's a recipe for disaster. Jota's not played particularly well against Wolves before from what I remember no. I could be wrong there but that's the no he hasn't I yeah. um, but like yeah the, the team selection I mean the thing Darwin got, got subbed at half time and Bielsa said like he couldn't do what we needed him to do in like the pressing because of muscle fatigue and it's like you know you, you can't then start him that the next match because he's had problems as well like that that's my only real red flag with Darwin is like availability you know sometimes he gets left out and they're saying it's because he's tired i'm like well fucking hell you know why why is he tired other strikers are you know look at mo i know mo's a freak of nature but you know the sadio as well so you never really had to rest these players but darwin there's a few times where like they've just not picked him and then there was the whole sore toe thing as well last year so <laughs> that's the only little reservations i've got but that today i mean he was never going to start because of that and i always say you know he's a peacock you gotta let him fly but peacocks can't fly that far so you've got to be careful how far <laughs> you let them fly otherwise you know they get tired so he had to be left out today and you use him sparingly you know we come on he got what did he get 40 minutes plus yeah. plus like the 20 odd minutes extra time yeah, at the end, whatever hour. it was. So he basically played for like an hour. But, um, you know what? Peacock can only fly for 2% of the time. See? That's what I'm saying. But what a 2%. It can only, it can only fly <laughs> to escape a predator. <laughs> so basically, Darwin needs to be chased by someone with a knife to get his speed, to get his, <laughs> to get his, to get his, uh, his cardio up a little bit more so he's not so tired all the time. You may be like, that's what they need to do. Uh, to be shouting in Spanish from the touchline. <laughs> he's behind Look you, out, he's got a gun. <laughs> he's got a knife. Look out, he's got a gun. Shit. But it's funny how it's turned around because we've gone from saying, oh, Darwin's going to absolutely tear up like the Europa League this year. He's going to score like 30 goals just in the Europa to now. No, no, don't be, don't be playing him on first. He, he's, in, he's in like the, you know, the, the, the weekend well, team flu- now. Fluid situations though, aren't they? You're riding yeah. on form. You know, and it could be in two months' time. He hasn't scored the goals when he's been starting, so he's back out of the team. And uh, he is playing in the Europa League. It is just a fluid situation. We can only react to the last things, last few things we've seen, which is like, for now, he, should be, he definitely should Listen be starting. Listen to you all, like, desperately reasonable, like, to write them Reasonable, and having watched games, I know it's a stunning revelation. I can't be asked why I need you up. I've, I've done Brownie today. I don't need to do you as well. <laughs> no, he's going uh, to get 30 goals this season. 
I think that's way overestimated. I think if he gets 20, you should be pleased. I thought 30 at the start, but I was like, to your point before, Dave, I thought he'd be playing a lot of Europa League games and padding it out a little bit with that. I don't think that's going to be the case now, so I think it might if be. If I was putting the bullseye target on it, I'd say 22. And how many are you putting for Mo? Are we? This is all comps we're talking about here, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Mo, 26. Mo so you're still 30. having Mo as a top scorer then? Yes, yeah. I think I think you'll see the goals spread around a bit more. I think Diaz will be around 18 to 20. Uh, Jota, I think, because he has these purple patches, Jota, so it seems like he's never going to score ever again. And then all of a sudden he's scoring every game from whatever, whether he starts or comes off the bench. So I would say Jota, again, this is all based on they're all going to be fit for the season. I would say Jota's going to be 16 to 20. Gakpo, 14 to 18. Um, I think it's I a little Diaz? high yeah, on Jota, but... Well, again, but he does have the... Don't forget, he does have those purple patches. He and look, you know, The Europa League so, as well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, you, that would be right, my, would be my yeah. yeah, Like, you close your eyes and then <laughs> suddenly he's got, like, five goals in his last four games. He's yeah. like that. Oh, he's got a hat-trick in one game, yeah. Yeah. He is streaky, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that, that would be my take on it. All right, let's get to the the Europa League game then and team selection, what we think. Um Quance is probably going to get the nod, I'd imagine. Do, what about Virgil? Does Virgil come back in for that, or do you just keep him in cotton wool till the league game? Because no, it's I'd interesting. He's not. He, I don't I want to say he's not playing. He played for Holland, didn't he? So yeah. it's not like he uh, needs the the minutes. Well, you're not playing Canate, are you? Uh, he needs to be wrapped in cotton wool. Gomez is going to have play right Canate. back, isn't he? Maybe he would play Canate on Thursday because he didn't play today. Maybe that's the game where he comes back and he, he plays like 90 minutes. No, Canate's fitness is too much in the air. I wouldn't be playing yeah. unless I had to. I reckon Joel and Quanta again. And Gomez I think right it's Virgin Quanta. And Gomez is right back. I don't think Verge is playing on Thursday. I wouldn't play Verge. And then uh, Simicast left back. Uh, yeah, you think Endo, Gravenberg. Um, it depends on what they're going to do, though, into like the shape. Are they I've... doing this 4 3 3 inverted shit mm-hmm. again, or are they going to change it up a little bit? We all think Kellerhan goal, yeah. 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 The midfield is interesting because there is an argument to say that maybe McAllister should play <laughs> just to sort of play in a different role from the six and play Endo at six. Um, I wouldn't play Curtis. No. Maybe Elliot starts. Maybe yeah, I think it'll be Endo, Gravenberg and Harvey. Yeah. I would imagine. Up front. And up top. Doak. Yeah. Jota. Gakpo. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say Doak and Jota. It is it is difficult whether it would be Nunez. Or, just because I would start him in the league doesn't mean Klopp feels the same way, right? But it's it's a toss-up, I think, up, up front between Gakpo and Nunez. I, I, think, I, I think Darwin's... Nailed down as league spot now because of the press and performance against Villa. It's like if you're saying to him that's your ticket into the team, and any producers one of like the the greatest press and performances like that's been documented, then how do you then say to him, yeah, you're not playing? You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. 
There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary, and access to the members-only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. I should also say that I am, I, I assume you two are the same, I'm a huge proponent of win this group very quickly and then the last two games don't matter and then you really can like play at low energy, low tempo at a time. I think we've got seven games in December. So let's let's try and win this group early on and then you can just sort of... Send the Legends tick, team tick. over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I that's why I would be playing Verge. That's why I would, you know, I, I would maybe look at making sure that the spine of the team has some strength in it because I don't. it doesn't generally happen in the club, but I don't want those sort of Rafa performances where you change the team and no one knows anybody and it's rubbish. No one wants yeah, but any we've kind of got two teams though, haven't we? I think we said in the season preview, there's two different teams almost, one for the league and one for the Europa League anyway. And you look at Just how weak right these, these teams are. Yeah, that's the one area. Mm. Um, and you look at how weak the group is or, you know, at least how it looks on paper and add back our backup players to be able to win us that group anyway, to be honest. I don't want any of the league starters going anywhere near it unless we feel like they have to, you know, in the last couple of games. Yeah, that's the way I see it as well. We shouldn't really need to to play any anyone who's going to be playing the following weekend. It's like pick your team for the following weekend, and then who's not in that plays on the yeah. Thursday. I think that's the way to do it. See, I haven't watched any of these games, you know, like for years. So I don't know what Arsenal have been doing. Like, when have Arsenal been playing like any other first team like last year, or did they no. just play like whoever wasn't they, playing? It was it was like eighty percent. Yeah, a bit of a mixture, I think, yeah. which is a little bit different to what I think we should do. I think we should just totally flip it. Yeah, I, I don't really want to see any first teamers playing. And going back to what you said about get it won early, if that doesn't happen, you at least you've still got the option Like for the last two games, like, okay, we're going to have to go strong here. We didn't want to do it, but at least we can. Uh, so I think just, just play like the weakened team and hope that they get the job done. Because it's just not worth risking like yeah, anyone who's going to play at the weekend. Because the Thursday Sunday things, it's a fucking nightmare. It's like you don't want to be anybody playing on the Thursday who's going to be playing on the Sunday. You say that, but it's not different to Wednesday. It shouldn't Saturday. be, but it is, and I, I don't know why. It just is. Mm. Mm. It doesn't They'll make be on sense. The bench, though, but... they? You would have thought it would be a really strong bench, and then if we need them for fifteen or twenty, you can get yeah, away with yeah. that. That's not a problem. I think you'll probably have Mo will probably have the night off. But you'll maybe have like Darwin on the bench, yeah, uh, and you know some of your midfield players Diaz as, well. as well. I would say, yeah, they, yeah, they obviously only played. A, like, you got them up your sleeve if if you need to pull it out the fire in like the last fifteen twenty minutes. Are you looking forward to the the Europa League, or is it just an inconvenience? No, no I hate the Thursday night game. Some about be Spurs have won it late on against Sheffield United. I'm expecting us Fuck to get sake. to the final, so I'm going to go on record and say yes. I'm really excited about it. I'm not excited, but I am curious. I do want to see like Ben Doak getting a, a minute, and you know we never mentioned Bajetic. Mm. How close is he to getting back? He's he's back, yeah. Closer than Thiago, then. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I'm closer than Thiago. Uh, <laughs> no, I think Bajetic, we need to talk about him for John, don't we? <laughs> Bajetic played. Um, he played for Spain over the break. Not he didn't play like ninety oh, okay, minutes. Okay, great. But, He's he's back now. He's been in full training for a couple of weeks. 
Uh, so I'd imagine like he'll start that game. He might even start at centre back. He's played there before. He could Didn't be the he one play there for in, Spain. Yeah, he could be the one who plays in Trent's position. Even yeah, he might even just Possibly. do that. So, so it's going to be interesting. Winning late on that game in two weeks. That game in two weeks. That's going to be a, that's going to be an interesting one. Five thirty kickoff at theirs. Mm. Going to be a proper tough one there. Yeah. Uh, uh, the we... Europa League. Sorry, sorry, I just jumped in. I didn't. I'm no, sorry. But um, no, the Europa League is only interesting once you get to the knockout stages. The group stages are always dull. You can make the argument that Champions League's the same now because it's all the same teams doing the same shit. Um, and it, you occasionally like Newcastle's be interesting. I hope they get flayed by every team they play. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. be fit in really beheaded by every team they play. But um, <laughs> I. I, I find the Champions League group stages now quite boring because you end up playing the same teams quite often. It's no longer that interesting. So it's knockout football where it's at. So once the Europa League gets into into the knockout stages, it is a lot more interesting. Even though you might be playing a team that you've not heard of from the far reaches of Eastern Europe, it's still interesting because it's knockout football. It's just the groups. The groups are just interminably dull. Uh, one thing I want to talk about before we finish, I almost forgot, uh, but we spoke about this um the other night, like Paul was talking about Klopp staying beyond his contract, and we were saying, why would he want to walk away if he's got this like vibrant young team that's like on on the brink of maybe doing, so, you know, if if we don't win anything in like the, the before his contract's up, but we look like we're we're on the right right track, we're getting closer. I don't think he'd walk away from that. And I just thought it was interesting in his press conference yesterday and he said, like, this isn't year eight for me, this is year one. Because it's like, you know, this is a, it's a new team. And, like, players might be looking and saying, you've been here, like, eight years. He's like, as far as I'm concerned, this is year one now. It's a new team, we're starting again. So that just made me think, yeah, he's not going to walk away. What are your thoughts on that? I think it depends on how... We progressed, though, done it. You know, if, if if he's expecting that we can get back to the levels that we were at, but with this new team, then definitely I don't see him going because he's too he's too an emotional a person, isn't he? And too emotional a manager. He's gonna want to see the job through. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the only thing about that when I was watching him talk about that was it just tempered my expectations of this season a little bit. You know, when he's talking about it being year one, he's almost preparing you, isn't he, for um, us making mistakes because we're not quite ready yet. We're, we're not at that point in the cycle. That yeah. we go on and take Man City on. This is like a transitional year where third's fine, you know that kind of thing. I doubt he'll be saying that in the background. And obviously, we can all get carried away if if we start building momentum. But that was the main thing I took out of that was he's ca- he's, he's trying to temper expectations a little bit. Well, he said after the game today, we're not stable yet. You know, we're, we're still yeah. trying to get that, which is true. But he's still picking up wins, like regardless of all that. So it's all good. Jules, what do you reckon? Um, <laughs> um, I would say it's more likely that he'll stay than and renew and have a new contract and leave. I don't think it's dependent on um, what Manchester City do because unfortunately they're all, while Guardiola's there, they're always going to be there. It's going to be if he's still enjoying doing the job and. The, you know, if he enjoys making and building a new team and growing a new team, I think it would help if we actually won some trophies as well. Like picking up a cup this year, winning the Europa League this year would be fucking great. It wouldn't be actually because it's in Dublin, so you'd have every knobhead over there. But 
it would be great to win the Europa League or the FA Cup or something just to put a trophy in there and a, and a season when we possibly aren't going to be challenging for the league because that was the problem with the with the possible quadruple. We were all of a sudden going for every bloody trophy in one season, and then other years we never looked we never looked like winning the league cup or the FA Cup. Um, so I wouldn't rule it out. And I think the comments are about this being year one of this team is interesting. I don't think he'd want to walk away if because the team what would reach its apex. You know, if you're a natural growth, but year three, four. Yeah. So then what he'd be leaving when they're at their apex. The only way I'd accept it is if Xabi Alonso comes in to replace him because you've got to get him when he's available, you know what I mean? Because Leverkusen looked uh, pretty good uh, last night against uh, Bayern Munich until that late goal. So I, I think I think he's more likely to stay and renew. But I thought he was more likely to renew last time. I didn't think he'd, I didn't think he'd leave. Because it's like he's got autonomy here. Um, you know, apart from the weird Saudi stuff, the players don't want to leave like they did at Dortmund. Um one more, uh, Man City. The only thing, uh, Manchester City. The only thing that have stopped him from being like probably the third greatest manager, second greatest manager in the Premier League era. Yeah. Behind, definitely behind Ferguson because well, he's just got the he's got the titles. And then it's Wenger either, didn't it would be a, European Cup, did he? So? Well, that's it. I was just saying Wenger might have had more leagues, but it, you know, if he if Manchester City hadn't have been around, we'd probably have three more leagues and therefore at least two more leagues. And yeah, the European Cup. So yeah, he'd probably be the second greatest Premier League manager. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to be said for the, the setup at Liverpool. The setup at Manchester City is, has always been said, it was made for Guardiola before he even got there. It wasn't that at Liverpool, but the setup is now like, you know, got everything firing for Klopp as he wants it. We need to get the director of football role sorted out, and that is a problem because, as I've said before. It's difficult to fulfil that role when there's been a manager, there's already a manager in place for so long who's so respected because the, the director of football won't have the sporting director won't have the authority over them that yeah. you, would, you would want. Um, so we need somebody to fulfil that role, but at the same time, you probably don't want somebody until you change manager because I, I just think it's going to be a neutered position. Um, so yeah, I think I think he'll renew. I think it's seventy thirty. He'll renew. I think it's pretty. It's a pretty good chance. We need him to outlast Guardiola, don't we? Basically, I think yeah. Guardiola's going to be here for as long as Klopp's here. I think you it validates him. Yeah. I think it validates. Last year, obviously, the Liverpool weren't challenging, so it's different. Um, Arsenal were, but I think it validates him that he has been run so close by Liverpool and then utterly destroyed it. Liverpool, um, like last year, where we fell away and they carried on and then they overhauled Arsenal. If if there's no real challenge and they continuously win it, I think that's when he walks away because it's it doesn't look like a legacy. It looks like a legacy if he if he carries on like this. He I don't know. Fuck I mean, off. I wish he'd fuck off as well. He ruined Manchester City ruined it for everybody. Like I'm sure I like a lot of people don't like Liverpool. That's absolutely no problem. I I, I get that. That's that's not an issue. But ultimately, we're never going to go back to the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s where. You know, there was the 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 appearance of teams could be beaten by any team, and that is just happened to be the best managed team, the best manager, and the best players put together, desperately would be the best team and win the league. Now it's just like it, football's become a rich man's game, and it, it's a bit sad that like you look at Brighton and that's the best chance you've got of like cracking the the, the top four, and even then you know they're never really going to go further than where they are. It's not it's just not possible in modern football. Like look at Manchester United, they they're awful, 
they failed. They they they're Liverpool of the nineties because they're what they're down to. This is year ten, eleven now without winning the league, mm-hmm. and like they they're flailing around. They're hiring former managers. They they're trying this strategy. They're trying that strategy. Oh, the club might be up for sale. All that, and yet they still can fail upwards and get back into the Champions League and still spend seventy million pound on on, on Hoyland from Atalanta or whatever. It's and and the teams underneath them still aren't able to compete with them, and it's it's got bigger. The gap has got bigger. It's not got smaller. Um, so I, you know, it'd be nice if 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 Guardiola fucked off. But again, I think it validates him that Liverpool and Arsenal ran him so close. If they were winning it by thirty points every, I think he got. Oh, do you know what? I've won a European Cup. That's enough of that, because no one's t- no one's going to take it seriously anymore. The thing is, as well with us, we're, we're not being greedy, are we? We're not saying we want to go back to the 80s where we dominated and we won it every year. Obviously, it'd be nice, but I just want to see us win the league and be able to celebrate it with my mates. Mm. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want. Well, That's all I'm asking for. It, it, it is one of the great sort of like... Every football fan goes, oh, that can only happen to us, right? About different scenarios. Always, you know, everyone feels the same. Everyone's fatalistic. But there, there is like a sort of an element of, of course... We won the league for the first time in 30 years and we couldn't do any. We couldn't watch it. We couldn't even watch them lift the trophy in the stadium. Like, of course that happened, you know. But they did win the league, so it sort of swings around. But there are a lot of teams out there that never get a sniff of this kind of stuff, you know, never spend this kind of money, never get in Europe, never have these sort of quality players and legacy. And, you know, it, it is a sort of blessing how, how, how successful and good the team is, but it is also sort of, course that happened of course we didn't get a chance to see it properly it's rich and it would people be nice problems to... isn't it it is rich people problems yeah and it would be nice to do it but i i think guardiola would be here for the foreseeable the prick oh that rich people problems that just reminds me like um when i was in the barbers i, I think i might have told you i don't know if i've said it on the pod though. i'm going to say it anyway because it's a funny story but like so i'm getting my hair cut and like the lad who cuts me hair he, he's he's a blue and like I sit down, and this is like right at the height of like all the transfer window shit with Caicedo and Lavia and that. And I sit down, and he and he's like, "How are you doing? You're right." I'm like, "Yeah, sounds yeah." And he goes, are "You looking forward to the footy?" I went, "No, I said I'm fucking fuming to be honest." And I just went on this like ten minute tirade about how like we've only signed McAllister and Sobers lie, and we've missed out on this player and that player. And like, so he finishes cutting me in, and I'm paying him, and then I went. I said, oh, shit, I said, you're a blue, aren't you? He went, yeah, I went, I'm really sorry that I'm, like, going on about me rich people problems <laughs> when when you've just signed, like, Ashley Young. I'm like, and here's me going on about, we've only got McAllister and so it's like, <laughs> and I come out the barber shaking my head. I'm like, you fucking dickhead. That was, like, proper fucking cruel. I'm like, he's such a nice lad as well. He, he never even said nothing. But, like, if I was him, I'd be thinking, oh, you fucking spoiled prick. Fucking get out of <laughs> Shop. <laughs> uh, have we got anything else or are we done done no I, I think we're done yeah so we'll be back on Thursday night uh, don't know who will be doing it we'll probably rotate the squad a bit I think uh, for Europa League this season uh, it depends who's got TNT sports I would say yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah we'll be back after uh, Thursday night's game against don't even know who it is to be honest who is it Lask. Hang on. Lask. Gask. Lask. 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 Let me just check. Wait. 
Man looks at the thing on phone. It's Lask. L-A-S-K, Lask. Yeah. Okay, we'll be back on Thursday after the game against Lask. Uh, until then, thanks for listening and we'll catch you soon. The best word I can say but uh, will describe this was boom. <laughs> 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 Ooh, what was this? It was really good.